After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Tuesday morning on this final day of October, the 11th of Mar Cheshvan. Today is the art site observed of uh, Rachel Menu. Uh, welcome to a JMN broadcast for a Tuesday. That's Manora done by uh, Uri Davidi, brand new. Sandy Shmueli, his latest, Imru Amein. Avremo with Achim Banefesh off of the brand new Kamatov. Ani Mamin, that was Derek Achim. Levi Cohen with Tidaber. Afachta, the classic from Diaspora from their reunion album. And of course, Regesh with Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Tuesday. Again, as I said, final day of October, 49 degrees, 73% humidity. Winds are west at 7 miles an hour, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 58. Then tonight, mostly clear, low 43. Whoa. 
That's November-like, 43. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, a high 58. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 68. We're at 49 in New York as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Our friends from uh, OHEL are going to be joining us later on. The big gala is coming up in November. Massive news with their brand-new facility coming in uh, Midwood, Brooklyn. We'll talk about that and explain to this audience what you probably already know, which is that uh, if you come to the OHEL dinner, the OHEL gala, you will be inspired beyond belief. They put together a program that just uh, goes straight to your heart, and for good reason. They do work that goes straight to the heart, so we'll do that coming up. Uh, also, Phil Funk from Safam, excuse me, Dan Funk from Safam. Did I say Phil? Um, Dan Funk from Safam is, um, is expected to join us coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, as you know, Safam is coming to Livingston, New Jersey on the 3rd of December for the Atid Society. And um, and we will have that uh, we will have uh, a conver- we'll have that conversation coming up uh, with Dan later on in this show in the eight o'clock hour here at JM and the AM. All right, it's a Tuesday at six thirty-two, twenty-eight minutes before seven o'clock. Feel free. To comment on our app, our NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, is uh, is out there. It's out there and it's uh, active. And it provides a, a wonderful and incredible service to those who want to be in touch with us on a regular basis. Like this listener who wants to hear this from 8th Day, commented earlier on the app. Here it is at JM in the AM. Strangers raising flags Seeing you dressed in nation rags Seen them all turn around Just like you I hold my ground But I stand quiet, I stand still Like a rock throughout the ages I'm just a stone from your home I'm Jerusalem stone And I've waited all this time See you in this land of mine And I've waited through the ugliness and grime See you in this land of mine
this thing called time I fell twice but I'll rise once more Made a stone, I don't cry no more Etched your name upon my spine Way before this thing called time I fell twice but I'll rise once more Made a stone, I don't cry no more And I've waited all this time See you in this land of mine And I've waited through the ugliness and crime See you in this land of mine
להוקיר, והוא בורא עולם. הכוח של כולם שומע את קולי.
mazel tov, kale le mazel tov, chosim kale kale chosan mazel tov, habocher mazel tov, habar mitzvah mazel tov, chosim kale kale chosan habocher habar mitzvah chosim mazel tov, kale le mazel tov, chosim kale kale chosan mazel tov, habocher mazel tov, habar mitzvah mazel tov. Chosim kale kale chason Habocher habar mitzvah Na na po
החיים שלא נותנות מנוח מלחמות בעולם לא צריך לדאוג דאגות על המחר קצת לא פתוח השכנים מרעישים לא צריך לדאוג והלחץ בכבישים אז תעצור לרגע גם אם קשה לך אל תעצור תמשיך לרוץ אם תיפול אז תקום לא קרה כלום Throw away the cars and bars and 
stocks and bones and up cab loans. Grab a boat, a plane, if need be, swim. See how some folks got a Lincoln Continental. Tinted glass so nobody sees it. Just one time I lied to roll down the window. Say you ain't gonna fool the law with this hunk of tin. God is alive and well in Jerusalem, yeah. A people praying three times a day to hell. Throw away the cars and bombs, the snacks and bombs, and up cab loans. Grab a boat and play in the AM, God is alive and well in Jerusalem. Moshe Hecht off of the Yes Legacy. Levi Cohen had Matana, Yershel Zaha from Avi Peretz. Nachas with Ah Simcha. Yaakov Shweki with both Ma'amin and Chaval Azman off of We Are a Miracle. An eighth day with Jerusalem Stone opening up that set. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world in the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galit Sal in the background. News from Israel is coming up next. Plenty more here on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, Mordechai Shapiro live in studio. Mordechai Shapiro live in studio tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock hour. Get ready. As we talk about his brand new album, Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 1 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday's next. Boketo from Jam Nam. Galitzal Ashaachat, Kanran Yovnei, Ima Shikorei Achshav. Aramatkal Gadi Eisenkot, Omer Al Pitzutz, Mineret Atero et Mol, Ha Iyum Husar, Vezo Haita Hamatara, Katavenu Ariel Ziegler. Kaulot Sal Esiru Iyum, Mal Ezrechei Israel, Vezo Haita Matartan, Amar Aramatkal, Barachat Matzav, Bogdat Azav, Osif, Ha Peula Zom, Mitzarefet Lifurot Rabot, Gluyot Usmuyot, Shikochot Sal Osim. ויוסיפו לעשות למול כל איום. רב אלוף איזנקוט אמר כי מדובר בהישג מבצעי מרשים. בהערכת המצב השתתפו מפקד פיקוד הדרום, מתאם פעולות הממשלה בשטחים ומפקד אוגדת עזם. מחאת האנכים המפגינים חוסמים בשעה זו את הכניסה המרכזית לנתב"ג מכיוון כביש מספר אחת. כתבנו ניר שוויד מוסר שהכניסה לנמל מתאפשרת דרך שער לוד בלבד. מחאת הכבישים העוקפים בשטחים, חבר הכנסת מוטי יוגב מהבית היהודי מאיים לא אצביע עם הקואליציה עד שהתקציבים יאושרו. במידה 
ועד שבוע הבא לא יפרטו הכרעות שהתקציב אכן עובר, הרי שגם אני איאלץ להיות בין אלה שמתחילים פשוט להימנע מהצבעות. חבר הכנסת זוהיר בהלול תקף את סדרי נוצרו בגלי צה"ל את יושב ראש העבודה אבי גבאי שרמז הבוקר כי הוא לא מעוניין שבהלול ימשיך לכהן כחבר כנסת מטעם המפלגה. האיש הזה הולך לנתיבים לא רצויים, מאבד באמצעות הניסיון לפלרטט עם הימין הישראלי, גורם לכך שהמפלגה מאבדת את נכסי צאן הברזל שלה. אי אפשר לכבוש את השלטון באמצעות הממרה הידועה, כל האמצעים כשירים. למפלגה יש ערכים, אל לה לנטוש ולזנוח את הערכים שלה. כזכור מוקדם יותר השבוע, בעלול להודיע שלא יגיע לישיבה מיוחדת של הכנסת לרגל מאה שנים להצהרת בלפור. כמתי בני אדם נהרגו בקוריאה הצפונית בקריסת אתר ניסויים גרעיניים? כתבנו יותם לחובסקי. בדיווח בטלוויזיה היפנית נאמר כי הקריסה אירעה ככל הנראה לפני כשבועיים לאחר שניסוי בפצצת מימן שנערך באתר התת-קרקעי בספטמבר הוביל לסדרת זעזועים. על פי הדיווח, כמאה בני אדם נהרגו בקריסה עצמה, מאה נוספים נהרגו בניסיונות החילוץ. ייתכן וההרוגים הם אסירים שעבדו במחנה כפייה סמוך לאתר הגרעיני. כוחות הביטחון עצרו 13 פלסטינים וארבעה תושבי מזרח ירושלים בחשד לסחר בנשק ובסמים. כתבתנו בשטחים, כרמל דנגור. 17 חשודים נעצרו בתום חקירה שכללה הפעלת סוכן סמוי לתקופה ארוכה. במסגרת פעולתו רכש הסוכן כלי נשק ואמצעי לחימה שונים וביצע עסקאות סמים בגובה עשרות אלפי שקלים. כלל העצורים נחקרים כעת במשטרה, צפויים מעצרים נוספים. ומזג האוויר, גשם מקומי ימשיך לרדת, מקומי, כן, בצפון ובמרכז. אלה החדשות שעורך דן דובין.
in the AM with Mona, volume number seven. That's Barry Weber with Hora Basimcha. Saw Barry Weber Sunday night with the Aaron Tidebaum Orchestra. And was um, I was floored when he told me about the work that he's doing with some of the youth in the community up in Muncie, New York. Call a vote to him and to all those who spend their days trying to help those who are uh, trying to help themselves. Call a vote from all of us here at JM and the AM. Tuesday morning broadcast, 49 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high temperature of 58. Mordechai Shapiro before that. A couple of selections off of his Machar album. He's here tomorrow, Machar. He's here tomorrow starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. We'll Facebook Live. Mordechai Shapiro visits JM in the AM tomorrow. Yitzi Bald in the 7 o'clock hour on Thursday. Yitzi Bald scheduled for the 7 o'clock hour on Thursday as we bring you the latest and greatest in the world of Jewish music right here at JM in the AM. Big shout-out to our friends at Bedford-on-Park. As we've been recommending, make sure as you start planning for your holiday parties for your staff and your company, and, of course, for your Hanukkah celebrations for family and friends, Bedford-on-Park should be foremost on your mind. Go to bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com, Bedford-on-Park at 61 East 34th Street in New York City, where Chef Alex continues to prepare some of the best soups and salads and great starters, including that lamb bacon uh, the burgers, the sandwiches, the entrees, the delicious steaks with that unique rub that he has created, and all the great desserts as well, including that uh, coconut creme brulee, which is gluten-free, which is absolutely delicious. You want some great steak and lamb chops and fish and a business lunch, great dinner, a wonderful space for your Sheva Brachas or party. Go to 61 East 34th Street, the northeast corner, northwest corner of 61st, northwest corner of 34th Street and Park Avenue. <laughs> For Bedford on Park, and uh, don't forget, as you plan your uh, corporate uh, parties for the end of 2017 and your Hanukkah celebrations for your company and your family, check out Bedford on Park. They have room for 100 to 150 people there in their location. Check them out today, bedfordkitchen.com, bedfordkitchen.com. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, Rachel Imenu's yard side in this 11th of Maracheshvan. That is the tradition. That it is the yard side of Rachel Imenu. More coming up at JM and the AM. We've got this one from Benny Friedman. Male 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 male
Benny Friedman. Want to wish a happy birthday to Sarah Shoshana Yadlovker. Sarah Shoshana Yadlovker, happy birthday to you from all of us here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. on this uh, yard side of Rachali Menu, Kol Brahma, as uh, done by uh, Simcha Liner off of uh, SL2 here at uh, J.M. and the A.M. Tuesday morning on this last day of October, it's the 11th of Marcheshvan. Good morning, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. Trying to see for my Goldwasser. Um, has a specific, has a specific, um, word for today. Uh, I don't see it. Hmm. Um, all right. So I think we'll, uh, I think we'll go back a few days and. I think we'll go back a few days and provide one of the um, one of the. <laughs> Does it sound like I'm stalling? One of the um, sessions of morning chizuk that we had over the last couple of days. Does that makes sense. I think so. Uh, and that would be the best way probably to do it here at JM in the AM. On this yard side of Rachel Yemenu, by the way, on Friday you may recall that Aviva Pinchuk was with us 
We spoke about the um, a work that's being done by Miriam Adani and the incredible women of Kever Rachel. And to those of you out there who would like to uh, support their work, um, as we mentioned on Friday morning, or by Howard down in Baltimore, Maryland, continues to uh, uh, utilize his uh, synagogue's charity fund to support the work of Kever Rachel. We'll give you that information coming up here at JM in the AM, and you'll have an opportunity to um, support the great work of uh, Kever Rachel and Miriam Adani and the incredible ladies there um, at your leisure. The uh, Many of you don't recall this because, frankly, it's a long, long time ago already, but there was a time that uh, Kever Rachel was in danger of being completely blocked off from visits from our community, uh, from Jewish people, frankly, in that area. And it was Miriam Adani and that incredible uh, collection of women who um, who literally camped out at the corner of the Tzomet next to the Kever Rachel for days and days and weeks and weeks to show how dear it is to us, to our people. And uh, it was those actions uh, back in the early 90s that at least give us access today. Not the exact access we'd like, but but give us uh, access today. We'll give you that information about supporting the cause coming up here on a Tuesday morning at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas, Rav Zevin, Rav Levi, Endless Zechonishmas, Esther, Bas, Rav Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. We find an interesting Rambam in Hilchus Malachim. There it says, Bo. Whoever does not believe in the redemption, or wait for Mashiach's coming, not only is he denying faith in what the prophets say, but also in the Torah itself and in Moshe Rabbeinu. Rabbi Chesko Levenstein used to say in the name of the Briska Rav, the one who doesn't wait, and he would explain the great obligation that we have to understand what it is that we are missing with the absence of the Beis HaMikdosh in the Geula. A Jew who is a very influential person asked someone in Israel to send him a small stone from the Kosel. His wife was ill, and he wanted to put it underneath her pillow as he heard that it was a great skula. Understanding that this individual was prominent, the person immediately fulfilled his request. The stone was placed beneath her head. However, eventually she passed on. The Yid was terrified because he understood that it was Mina Shemaim. You don't take stones out of the holy wall. They went to the great Rebbe Yashav. He told them that first he has to get the stone back to Eretz Yisrael and replace it in the Kosel. However, surprisingly, Rav Yoshev asked that a kapara for this yid should be arranged by having a Sefer Torah written, and he should give it to a place that does not have a Sefer Torah. This is amazing. We would think that the person should say a little Tehillim, or give $18, chai tzedakah. He just took a souvenir from the Kosel. But Rav Yoshev understood that the person did not comprehend the gravity of his transgression, of taking from the Kosel, of the holiness of Eretz Yisrael, 
like we don't understand the magnitude of the Chorban Beis HaMikdosh. There are two reasons why we don't understand what is missing from our lives with the absence of the Beis HaMikdosh. We never saw the Beis HaMikdosh. If we would have lived in the Tkuf of the Tanoim, in the time of the Chorban of the Destruction, we would have seen the effect of the loss of the Beis HaMikdosh. The Prushim began not to eat meat, not to drink wine, but the Chachomim were never gozer gezerah. They never placed such a decree upon the Tzibor because they were afraid that perhaps the community would find it too difficult to fulfill. The second reason is because we consider that even if we do understand that the Beis HaMikdosh is a great Indian, we perceive it as a hider, an added quality. Even if we don't have Karbonos, we can still serve Hashem in other ways. We see how important it is to be a Mitzapel Yeshua, to wait and too long for the future redemption. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Broken heart.
her daughters and sons bound for exile. When her plaintive cry gained divine consent, a challenge to her maker. Can the mercy of mere flesh and blood run deeper than yours, our Creator? Mama Rachel, cry for us again. Won't you shed a tear for your dear children? If you raise your sweet voice now, is then the day will come. Mama Rachel, cry for us again. Won't you shed a tear for your dear children? Your voice is still As you heed the call Of me Nikolech Mibechi It's our Father's will He who made us all There we ask of you To defy Yet a frightened child, numb from pain and grief, remains forlorn and uncertain, clinging to the faith that it can be heard as it cries out. To its mother Mame, mame, vey No chamor Trenen sonst du gissin O nazo Beten von Bashefen Himmel Niko il roh Mame, mame, vey No chamor Trenen sonst du gissin O nazo Dizichu huse Show for both. 
On this 11th of Mar Cheshvan, the yard site of Rachel Imenu, I remind you that the Kevin Rachel Heritage Fund continues to um, upkeep Kevin Rachel under the leadership of Miriam Adani. And our good friend Rabbi Howard down in Baltimore, Maryland, continues to um, collect funds to support the effort. You can uh, make your checks payable to the Kevin Rachel Heritage Fund. Again, that's the Kevin Rachel Heritage Fund. And the uh, address is 6602 Park Heights Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. The zip code is 21215. Again, that's 6602 Park Heights Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. And the zip code is 21215. Uh, Keep that in mind as we uh, continue on this 11th of Mara Cheshvan here at JM in the AM. 19 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning, all. Thanks for tuning in. App is open. You can comment away. On the NSN app for Android and iPhone, just go to the app on the home screen. You'll see it says add a comment. Let us know where you're listening and uh, what's happening out there, what you want to hear, etc. We have two very special guests in our studio. Many of you are aware of the fact that uh, there's some ama- there is some amazing news uh, that is coming from our friends at OHEL. And we'll discuss that amazing news as we bring everyone up to date about the 48th annual gala, OHEL has their 48th annual gala happening on the 19th of November. Again, that's the 19th of November. And um, the honorees that evening at the New York Marriott Marquis include uh, Irving and Miriam Langer, who are guests of honor, Community Leadership Awardees Joe and Dina Eisenberger, Sign of Strength Awardees Pinky and Miri Friedman, Foster Family of the Year Shalom and Zahava Horowitz, and OHEL's annual gala is their most important fundraiser of the year. Remember, so many of their programs receive limited to no government funding. And there's a website to book your reservations. It's ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or dial 718-972-9338. Again, that's 718-972-9338. In our studio, the chief Operating Officer of uh, OHEL, and that is David Mandel. David, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and good morning, everyone. Great to see you. And the uh, chairman of the uh, 2017 OHEL Gala, David Brescher, is with us in studio as well. David, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. A pleasure. Um, there's so much big news going on at OHEL, and I was commenting that, and David, I was commenting to David earlier. <laughs> off the air that I've already seen some of the trailer videos that have been released. I think they've been released to the public. If not, they certainly shortly will be um, uh, describing the uh, the seriousness and the uh, anticipation of the big OHEL gala. And I will tell you that Lipa is a very talented man, to say the least. And he put his stamp on the, uh, on the entire gala by reminding everybody why it's so important to come out and support OHEL and to honor the honorees. And one of the most important things uh, to report to our audience, of course, this morning is that OHEL is right on the uh, on the cusp. We are this close to moving into the brand new facility in uh, Brooklyn, New York, I guess officially in Midwood, we would call it, right? In Midwood, Brooklyn. It is um, the brand new OHEL Jaffa family campus. And anybody who has seen it, and I hope to see it soon up close and personal, has uh, been amazed at what is about to open up in Brooklyn for OHEL. Why don't we start there, David? Tell us about progress regarding the uh, OHEL Jaffa family campus. 
Thanks, Nachum. Thanks for the opportunity of uh, joining you this morning. And we were just speaking that it's coming up to one year anniversary of your going live stream. So good for you. I appreciate that. We are uh, an all-digital network for close to a year. It's hard to believe. The Jaffa Family Campus in Flatbush, Midwood, on Avenue M and East 14th Street, opening soon in uh, just a couple of weeks, God willing. It's a 100,000-square-foot campus. It's a um, four-story tall building. It's just uh, like a foot or two taller than you, Nachum. So <laughs> That's pretty big. We're looking forward <laughs> to your joining us. And the, the idea of opening the, this facility, this campus, is OHEL is going on its um, 48th year. We're celebrating our 48th gala and coming up to 50 years, God willing, very soon. And as OHEL looks into the future... We describe the Jaffa Family Campus as not moving from Borough Park to Flatbush, as not a relocation of a building, but it's establishing the future, creating the future. Harris Rubin Shalom, one of the four original founders of Ohel, uh, talks about Ohel like a tzala. You should never need Ohel. You should never need a tzala. But as long as you do, Ohel will be there for you. This is a facility. This is a campus that consolidates services uh, that people know about OHEL from its original mission of foster care, housing, day programs, outpatient counseling, to very exciting new medical facility. OHEL is providing, OHEL will be providing pediatric, internal medicine, family medicine for the general public. OHEL is no longer only serving people with disabilities, but we truly do serve the everyday person with the everyday problem that may include bringing your child for a well check or those type of services before camp. How long ago were you first introduced to that property? How long ago did somebody come up with the idea that that is a good place and a, a wonderful opportunity for OHEL to go and build? Jack Jaffa introduced us. We had a meeting in David Brush's office about five, five and a half years ago with the leadership of OHEL. Um, OHEL had been speaking about uh, developing a campus for a number of years. And in David Brush's office, the idea really germinated with Jack Jaffa, our young guys, Mike Hellman, Mel Zachter, Jay Kestenbaum, leaders of the board, and uh, several of the board leaders um, introduced us to some properties. Uh, David bought a property to us on Northland Avenue. And subsequently, this was the property that we purchased. A- a- anyone, anyone who's from Brooklyn is familiar with this property. Oh, it's yeah. a pretty well-known property. It used to be the NBC Studios, uh, which obviously uh, most of what they do has moved away from Brooklyn. And it was really a unique property that, that had a limited uh, usage, um, and it was perfect for for ohel and and its needs so it really was uh, almost minashamayim that that this property came along um you were you envisioned something five years ago right when you saw this for property for the first time you envisioned what ohel could become and what this campus could look like now that it's almost about to open has it achieved that is it the way you thought it would be well one of the things we envisioned was moving in sooner <laughs> <laughs> That I know. <laughs> but that always happens, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I say that we're the first and only construction job that's, you know, ever been delayed. You know, <laughs> yeah. everyone else is open on time. 
Um, it, it's, it is, um, it is uh, very exciting, you know. It, it, it is both, uh, you know, the theme of the Ohel Gala, uh, one of the major themes is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is a normal, everyday occurrence that people have. Uh, developing a campus, <laughs> going through a two-year construction project. <laughs> a little bit of anxiousness. It's, it's <laughs> certainly anxiety-provoking. <laughs> so, you know, the, the vision as we walk through the building, the first, second, third floor, what will be the fourth floor, underground parking. It is very exciting. Um, people are looking forward to it. We, we take so many people through the building. Um, David was there um, last week. Um, it, it, it's very exciting, Nachum. Uh, is, it, is it wrong of me to ask for a timetable at this point? Would you basically say to the community, you know, it'll be soon, and when it opens, it opens? Or is there... God willing, by the first of the year, we will be there right after Hanukkah. So January 1, we hope to be in the brand-new campus. Right. Uh, David Brescher is here. He's chairing the 48th annual gala. H- have you visited more than once, aside from last week? To the building? Yeah. I've been there since... Uh, so you've seen this development. Yes, yes. And when David was giving me the initial uh, move-in dates, um, you know, I... It, in all fairness to myself, I, I, I thought he was a little bit uh, <laughs> overreaching. But uh, uh, my last visit there, you know, they're laying the carpet. Uh, they're, they're working the interior. And uh, I do believe that January 1st sounds like a, a great date. And what's really fascinating about the building is very welcoming to the community. It's the type of building where you could, you know, it, it, you could just kind of walk in. Uh, there are services that are going to be given on the first floor uh, t- uh, to, to, to people as they walk in. So... Uh, yeah, I believe it. I was there. I was very impressed. Um, and even though it was delayed, uh, I think it, uh, it was a monumental effort and a terrific job uh, by certain people, and, and, and namely Jack Jaffa, our young rice, who really spearheaded the entire project and oversaw the construction. David Mandel and David Brescher are here. Now, I'll ask you, as opposed to asking David, okay. I, I would guess this costs a lot of money. Yes. I would guess that in order to undertake a project like this, we are speaking, especially in 2017, where many of us are familiar with what big projects cost, we read about them all the time in the papers, uh, this must be a gargantuan amount of money. The the response that we need from the community at the event that you're chairing in November next month has got to be a good response. Yeah, well, you know, this is our major fundraising event. Uh, The dinner, the the gala uh, is is really like no other. It's uh, very well attended. Um, it's it's certainly an interesting event. There's a lot of uh, dignitaries that come. This I year, call it one of the most inspiring nights right, in the Jewish very, community. Very inspiring. And there's typically a speaker or two that really touches yeah, people oh in, a, in a big way. Yeah. Um, this year, obviously, we're, we would like to top all of our previous years because of the and recent ones have been amazing yeah because of the because of the big uh you know the big uh, amount of money that we have to carry to to build out this building and like you said earlier many of the programs that ohel runs are not uh, they're not government funded um it's just based off of you know people's uh, generosity and uh we're hoping that this year is is the best ever it needs to be. <laughs> there are so many wonderful people in the community who have really committed themselves to the organization, uh, members of government as well. I mean, a lot of people have come through for OHEL in the past. I, I would uh, I would guess that um, it's always difficult to come up with honorees, always difficult to come up with people who, who agree to be recognized and bring their family and friends to support the cause. But 
I don't know. It seems like you guys always put together an amazing list, and this year is no exception. Irving and Miriam Langer, I mean, people who are really well-known in the community, uh, they are dedicating the Irving and Miriam Langer Center for Developmental Disabilities. Uh, he's a longtime board member. They are what are referred to as champions of OHEL. They have family members who've been in Camp Cayley, who've attended and have volunteered at OHEL's Base Ezra programs for children and adults with disabilities. A word about the Langers, David. David? So the, the, Irving and Miriam Langer are two people who are very close to my heart personally. Uh, we happen to be related. I happen to be their son-in-law. Oh. Yes. Uh, but I got involved in OHEL uh, due to their involvement. And uh, my in-laws are very interesting people. They work tirelessly for the community. Uh, they're involved in many various different yeshivas, their shul, uh, et cetera. But uh, OHEL always has had a special uh, place in, in their home in that it's a very unique uh, organization and it really provides for people who who uh, have difficulty in providing for themselves and this year uh, understanding that this was a very important year for OHEL um, my father-in-law is not the typical per- Irving is not the typical person who would like who, who wants to be honored who needs the attention uh, but he, understanding that this year the importance of this particular dinner he he stepped up and he really put himself in the spotlight, someplace that he's probably not entirely comfortable <laughs> being in. And uh, you know, my mother-in-law Miriam, uh, right by his side, I, I think it's uh, I, I think it's a testimony to to how you know what, what their what their feelings are towards OHEL and the fact that they are dedicating uh, this building yeah, uh, is is just uh, just tremendous, and it really adds to their legacy. And uh, very proud of them. So the father-in-law was a board member first, oh, yes. and then the son-in-law yes. oh, absolutely. followed in his footsteps. Absolutely. He, he uh, I think, you know, I'm, I wasn't privy to the conversation. I never heard about it, but I think there was some type of backdoor conversation between David Mandel and my father-in-law <laughs> about me and getting me involved in, in, in OHEL. But uh, it worked. <laughs> it certainly did. Yeah. Uh, Joe and Dina Eisenberg are receiving the Community Leadership Award at the OHEL Gala. Described as passionate advocates for people with disabilities, they've spent time with OHEL individuals in residences, Shabbatones, and at Camp Cayley as well. A word about the Eisenbergers, David? Sure. So so uh, Joe Eisenberg, Yussi Eisenberger, um, is a, uh, he, you know, when we first approached him about uh, taking on uh, this, uh, this on- honor, uh, he and Dina both expressed that while it sounded interesting, they were not interested in doing it unless they could understand better and more intimately what it is that OHEL does. So we went on a tour. Uh, we went to several of the homes um, throughout Brooklyn, Long Island. Uh, we met with a lot of the residences, uh, and uh, they took to it right away. They understood the gravity, the importance of what it is that OHEL does. And uh, then, then after that, they accepted uh, and uh, I believe that Yussi is going to be and, and Dina are going to be very much involved with OHEL going forward. Nice. And, uh, you know, we welcome them to the family. It's a great, it's a, it's a great pickup for us. Uh, uh, as, I, as I've told David Mandel, if anybody takes a tour of the East Broadway facility would come away mm-hmm. wanting to give a nice donation to OHEL, I can tell you that much. They're doing great work over there. And that's just one example. I mean, there's so many residences around, right? That's just one example. Pinky and Miri Friedman are receiving the Sign of Strength Award. They help OHEL and have helped OHEL launch the Sign of Strength program that encourages people to seek counseling and to help decrease the stigma associated with anxiety. You mentioned that this is one of the themes of the dinner this year. 
appropriate that they're being honored. The sign of strength symbolizes, um, it's really a phrase that came from Pinky and Mary, that people who seek help show strength, that it's not a sign of weakness, that there isn't a problem that you have, um, that going for help means that you're weak. Or as Pinky describes it, you're not a nerd <laughs> because you're asking for help, <laughs> you're strong. So we actually took their phrase and describe it as a sign of strength award. People have their names on so many different buildings, on, on the shuls, thankfully, on hospitals, on research centers, School. cancer centers, many different places. Mm -hmm. Having your name on a building that identifies with disabilities, that identifies with psychiatric disabilities, that identifies with therapy, the Irving and Miriam Langer Center for Developmental Disabilities, um, the Rabbi Harry and Elizabeth Reeder Center for Mental Health Services. That's a sign of strength. We're very proud of that. So Pinky and Mary are talking about um, encouraging the community, encouraging people that if you have a situation, again, anxiety could be just a very temporary situation. You're overwhelmed with something that's going on in life, a normal everyday occurrence. Asking for help is a sign of strength. I think it was the New York Times Magazine just a couple of weeks ago that had a front page story about anxiety among young women in this Am country. Amongst young people, that one yeah. out of every three people it was a very lengthy article yeah. in adolescence and young people that one out of every three people can be suffering from anxiety. People think of anxiety as being severe anxiety and overwhelmed and you can't get out of bed and you can't move. That's a severe depression. Right. That is, if you can't get out of bed in the morning or if you can't manage your life in an everyday occurrence, that could be a sure sign of severe depression. Anxiety could be a normal, everyday occurrence. Those that suffer severe anxiety need medication, need therapy. There's always levels in everything. OHEL's 48th annual gala happens Sunday, November 19th at the New York Marriott Marquis. Thousands show up to be part of this event. It is one of the most inspiring evenings of the year for our community. And you will be inspired. There's always a guest speaker and or a video uh, that uh, that really pierces the heart and uh, and sends you home with an important message. Uh, I've said this many times. If you're limited to one or two dinners a year, uh, you make one of these. Uh, one of you make one of them. The Ohel Gala. Uh, in this case, on November the 19th, the theme this year: a new chapter begins. Ohel is home. An expansion of services now under one roof as they move into the Ohel Jaffa Family Campus in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I don't want to. I don't want to neglect uh, one of the most important areas for me. Um, uh, regarding the OHEL Gala. And I say it this way because it's this category that first introduced me to the OHEL organization God knows how many years ago. As we sit, by the way, right across from where Mel Zachter used to live, <laughs> it was Mel who first walked in with my Shulman to my studio for an emergency foster family campaign. This goes back, oh my gosh, I think to the late 1980s or very early 1990s. And in this case, the foster family of the year that's being recognized at the OHEL Gala, Shalom and Zahava Horowitz and their four children. They are the foster family of the year. They've opened their hearts and home to two OHEL foster children. They firmly believe that foster care is a viable and powerful opportunity for any family. And just when you think that we've run out of people in our community who will take in these children and become foster parents, you meet people like the Horowitzes, 
who go ahead and step up. We talk about the story of the day. We, you know, we try not to tell stories that occurred 40 years ago. Last night at 6 p.m., <laughs> a community leader called me yeah. and asked for some immediate emergency help for a young woman under 30 years old who was locked out of a house by her husband, literally changed the locks on the door, a woman and a young child. So everyone can just fill in the rest of the sentence in whatever the way they mm -hmm. want. So I uh, spoke with a colleague of mine to respond to this individual, and this is the work that OHEL does. In some situations like that, when um, the child may not have a place to go, or where there are um, um, a s neglect or abuse going on, we turn to families like Shalom and Zahava Horowitz, became foster parents several years ago. They have four children uh, of their own, as we describe it, four biological children. Right and now have two foster children that have been living in the home, uh, a brother and a sister, a young child, um, three years old and eight years old, that have been living with them for the past year. Um, a loving family, and Shalom and Zava Horowitz have six children today. Now the goal is always to return the foster children back mm -hmm. to their parents. That's always the goal. Uh, half the time, that takes place, we, we succeed. But half the time, for many different reasons, it's not um, possible, it's not possible um, for conflict issues, for, for psychiatric issues, for addiction issues, and then we go on to other situations of adoption um, uh, of, of in any way that we can preserve a family. So Sholem and Zahava are being honored uh, for their work as foster parents, for being community leaders. Um, they live in Flatbush a great young couple, and Ohel also is very um, proud of the fact that um, we have Shalom and Zahava and Pinky and Mary and Yossi and Dina, uh, not to say that Irving and Miriam are not a young couple, but <laughs> relatively speaking, just in terms of a couple in their 30s and 40s, it's part of Ohel's future um, demonstrating that um, Ohel may be 48 years old. Ohel is young, and Ohel is looking for people in their teens, in their 20s, in their 30s, in their 40s, uh, like David Brescher, Gail Chairman, to be involved to take us into the next generation. Oh, 100%. Uh, the uh, the uh, information, by the way, if you'd like to contact the Ohel office regarding foster parenting, because I know each time we mention it, there are people out there who are intrigued by the concept. 718-972-9338. Today we are focusing on the details of OHEL's 48th annual gala happening at the New York Marriott Marquis on Sunday, November the 19th, a date you should circle on your calendar. Uh, the uh, information is at uh, ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or again, 718-972-9338. There are many distinguished honorees, as we mentioned with guests of honor, Irving and Miriam Langer, who are all being recognized that night. And OHEL, if you just tuned in, is embarking upon something unique and something really, really positive for our community, and that is their brand-new OHEL Jaffa Family Campus, which will be in the heart of Flatbush, Brooklyn. It's opening in just a couple of months, and everyone will see how this magnificent facility is going to enhance our community and the services that OHEL gives our community on a daily basis. The 48th annual OHEL Gala, therefore, has a theme entitled A New Chapter Begins, OHEL is Home, uh, in tribute to the expansion of services that will be available under one roof with their new home at the OHEL 
Jaffa Family Campus in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Everybody out there, no matter where you are in the community, uh, you are encouraged to participate by getting your reservations in at ohelgala.org or by dialing 718-972-9338. David Brescher, gala chairman, is not always an appreciated role, frankly. Uh, and But nonetheless, this seems like there's, a, there's an air of excitement around this one with all that's going on that... Uh, that I don't know. It's, it seems to be a uh, there seems to be a wonderful spirit surrounding this event. Well, to that point, I, I would tell you that uh, yes, it is very exciting, um, and it's something that uh, we take on, uh, you know, gladly. But I'm also glad I'm only doing it for one year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks, David Mandel. So it, he it, thinks <laughs> it is. It is. It is a good amount of work. But again, you know, the the dinner, uh, the the gala, like you said earlier, is something that uh, if you can only go to one or two yeah. years, something that you have to experience because it's just a, it's just a glimpse into what it is that Ohel does. Uh, the stories that you hear, um, and you really get a sense uh, walking away from that dinner uh, how critical uh, it is, how much pain that there is out in, in, in our community that is being handled on a daily basis uh, by OHEL. So, you know, it's exciting for me to bring in new people to come to the dinner. Uh, I'm excited to see that what their response will be after the dinner. And like w- whenever I talk to somebody about OHEL, I say, you know, you should consider getting involved, just understanding what it's all about because there are so many important um, charities out there. There are so many important organizations. But at the end of the day, you know, what OHEL does, it really lifts up some of the people who are just forgotten about. And, you know, things that we understand are out there, but we may not see um, with our with our naked eyes, but we we need to you know understand that these things are going on, and someone is out there taking care of it, and that is OHEL. So I, I'm very excited about this uh, this particular year. I'm hoping for a, a great success, and uh, you know that's that's why you we're may have just here. answered my question yeah. because the but with the gala three weeks away, mm-hmm. are you happy with the way that the friends and family of the Langers have responded so far? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I don't really get involved in that. Uh, I, I my 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 goal is to make sure that everyone is aware. Right. Um, I think the product speaks for itself. I think uh, Irving and Miriam Langer uh, speak for themselves and who they are. I think uh, you know Yussi and Dina Eisenberger and 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 Pinky and Miri and Shalom and Zahava. I think they are they're good people and everyone who knows them. The product speaks for itself and the Ohel product speaks for itself. So, really, my goal is awareness, uh, and hopefully, you know, everything else will fall into place. David is being very modest. Um, <laughs> David knows a lot about the organization. Uh, David is president of Cam Cayley. Whoa! And David was introduced. Do you un- do you know how do you know how unbelievable that camp is doing? And I know something about camping, and it's all that people are talking about. I am, in certain ve- circles. I am very I am very well aware it's of it. Unbelievable. I am incredibly proud. And David knows it, yes. how skeptical I was at the beginning <laughs> about where they'd be right. in 2017. Right. 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 And it's unbelievable what is going on with you Camp know, every, every year when it when uh, when we're sold out in uh, October, right? I'm blown away. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, time da- for a bigger campus. Yeah, huh? d- David introduced <laughs> me to Camp Cayley just to give you a, a short short background. Uh, several years ago, he invited uh, you know, going back to baseball again. David and I played ball uh, with each other and against each other for many years, and he invited me to bring my team 
to Cam Cayley for for a softball game, and a- actually our pitcher was Yossi Eisenberger, uh. <laughs> and their pitcher, Cam Cayley's pitcher, was David Mandel. <laughs> so you see the the connection there, the generation uh, connection there. And brilliantly, I let you hit a home run. And that's <laughs> and the rest. Now, is and now it's called the pressure baseball field. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, that that's a true story also um so yes i did hit a home run and um <clears throat> what happened was i i i had no idea what camp Cayley was i, I david gave me a that was the ex- first time explanation you yes uh, you know it's a camp of inclusion there are uh, special needs children combined with with typical and it works kids. well and that's i walked amazing. in and i was completely blown away and uh, i have two sons myself who go to who at the time were going to one of the very well-known camps a camp that i went to um and I basically came home and I said to my wife, you know, it's only half a summer for boys right. and then half a summer for girls. Right. I said, our boys have to go to this camp. I said, I need to be a part of this camp. I was completely blown away by what it was that, that, that they were able to accomplish there. And uh, my uh, younger son, uh, who's 15, is going to be staffed this year. I think this is his fifth year in camp. And uh, my older son, who is uh, graduated camp now, but uh, he was there for several years as staff. And uh, very, very proud to be a part of uh, Camp Cayley and uh, watch its so you am- are, immense growth. You are president. I am the president, yes. For how yes. long? Uh, this is the first year that I'm president. I was vice president for, for a couple of years. Have you heard how yeah. Harvey Cayley speaks about Camp Cayley? Oh, uh, Harvey Cayley. Now you're, you're touching on an incredible subject, he how is Harvey Cayley. Yeah. seventh heaven with yeah. this kid. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> you know, he, he looks at it, you know, he's obviously uh, our benefactor. He's right, obviously... Sure. Founder. Know, the founder of the camp, but I believe that he he really thinks that this was you know it, it's his honor to be yeah. so involved and no to, to to create so much. He says it he for says so many people. Yeah, he, he's an amazing uh, he's an amazing human being. That's that's for sure. Unbelievable. And I interrupted you five minutes ago when you started this. I apologize, yeah. David. <laughs> I, I think that story that David just said about baseball is is really um, it's a very strong story because you never know how people can get involved in communal work. Right. David Pressure got involved in Camp Cayley in Ohel through a baseball game. Right. Um, you know, you, 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 you try to reach people, you try to connect people, um, you, 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 you meet with people to, to ask them for supporting an organization. And you know, God just, Hashem just sends you you know the answer in so many different ways. It also know? helped that David gave me that meatball, <laughs> so that I could hit a home run in that game. <laughs> I spoke with Harvey uh, Kaylee last night, ah. um, as it happens, just to update him. Um, we currently, thankfully, are, um, it, it's it's October thirty first. Right. And if I tell you, we, um, <laughs> uh, I would tell you that we're we're sold out. We're. we're Cam Cayley, but um, I don't want to say those words. Mm-hmm. We have uh, very limited slots, spaces available um, for boys, for girls, uh, for people with disabilities, uh, especially those families that have a child with a disabilities. We encourage you to apply right now. Um, you know, we really, um, it, it's so difficult to be in a situation where comes um, December, January, and you're saying to people, mm-hmm. We're very sorry. We have a waiting list. We're sold out. We, we can't help you because we want to be able to help everyone. Um, David and I happened to look at another property um, a couple of weeks ago. You know, that's it's another dream. Cam Cayley was a dream eight years ago. You have to dream. That's the only way you build for the future is by dreaming. We'll see. 
I could guess what property it was, but I won't. <laughs> no, it's not the property that you want to buy now. <laughs> oh, boy, this has been a great conversation, I'll tell you. I'm glad we spoke, David Brescher. <laughs> Doing amazing work, to say the least. Uh, everyone's invited to participate in what is one of the most amazing nights of the year. We'll remind you as we get closer and closer. November the 19th at the New York Marriott Marquis. If you want to see an amazing community effort, just so many people coming from different backgrounds to support an amazing cause, this is what you'll see. Tremendous unity in Achdus on the night of November the 19th. Uh, get in touch with OHELs, ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org, or 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. By the way, one of the things you know Camp Kaylee has done, frankly, it has kept the work of OHEL at the forefront of Jewish life 12 months a year it really has done that yeah, we, we talk about that all the time that um it, it's really opened up a lot of people yeah to understand at what times, it is which would be what real is that ohel right. that what ohel is um you know it, it's, it's brought a lot of people who otherwise would not have any uh any idea of of an organization like ohel and it's brought its name to the forefront which kind of brings a lot of people out who have who have possibly issues that need to be dealt with and it gives them a lot of comfort and it's it's been a, it's also been a, a huge success in you know what else yeah. has done that the event you have in may up there i forgot what the they o call o it the oxc right the OXC. that's another thing that's done that where yeah. people who are not familiar yeah. become familiar in the most unusual way as you yeah. just described yeah, that's earlier. a phenomenal event as it's well. unbelievable yeah. and and i'm telling you that the and, and especially at times of the year when people are not always focused on communal activities, you know, where people like to say, you know, I'm in vacation mode. Right. <laughs> it's just at that time when Camp Cayley is doing, it, is, is doing its greatest uh, for the community. And so. this year also, the uh, we're extending the um, OHEL reach of sports activities. Yeah. This Sunday's the marathon. We right. have an OHEL team running. Right. We have the golf event where um, Joe Eisenberger, that's um, David Brescia, hosted him one day. Um, that's how we got connected with um, with Jesse Eisenberger, mm. and we have the OXC Classic, the 35 five mile, 35 obstacle five mile course up at Camp Kelly. Right. And this year, for the first time, um, Ohel Camp Kelly are participating in the Jerusalem Marathon <gasps> in March. So we'll see you, Nachum, and we'll see you, David, running in oh. the Jerusalem Marathon. I've got to start working out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll run. Maybe I'll walk. But the Jerusalem, we've been there. It's amazing. The Jerusalem Marathon. It's also talking about unity. It's it's incredible to see everybody there together. So there'll be an OHEL team, a Team OHEL at the Jerusalem Marathon. Team OHEL. We have the date up there. It's on our it's on our scoreboard somewhere there, Jerusalem Friday, Marathon. March. Here it is, March 9th, Friday, March 9th, right in the middle of the, of the board, Jerusalem Marathon, Friday the third, the 9th of March, coming up in 2018. All right, a lot to keep everybody uh, uh, up to date about, and we certainly will. Uh, dinner information, everyone, just be there. How many times can I say it already at this point? You see how exciting it's going to be. Everybody's there. Community leaders. Uh, government officials, everyone knows that this is the place to be. Uh, if you want to be with a winning team, you uh, head to the OHEL team. They are a winning team. 718-972-9338 or ohelgala.org. David, thank you so much for visiting us. Nachum, I just want to mention yes, um, Asha Fogo uh, was one of your uh, fellow uh, Lower East Siders. Right. He grew up right here down the block from your studio. Um, Usher, unfortunately, uh, was NIFTA um, a week and a half ago. And Asha was the chief operating officer of OHEL for many years. And we're speaking about Kim Cayley. Asha and I uh, traveled the countryside over 18 months, looking at more than 60 properties wow. uh, before we found what is now Kim Cayley. And I uh, want to mention his name. And uh, 
with a big smile on all of our faces, uh, to thank him, to remember him. Um, just a huge part of Ohel. Um, and he's um, Baruch. And uh, his contribution to Ohel over 28 years, uh, the home over here, right. Uh, right on East Broadway, just down the block from us, and how you welcomed them into the shul. And, um, you know, we still talk about how you bought <laughs> one of those young gentlemen there, Hassan Bracious, I think it was, yep. two years ago in Simchas Torah. A collective effort by the shul to recognize one of the heroes, one of your counselors. It was for a counselor. A counselor. As one of the heroes of the Jewish community. The counselors in those residences are heroes in the Jewish community. Amazing. Absolutely, Absolutely amazing. So we felt they deserved it, and they certainly did. And uh, Usher Fogel, as you just said, one of the people that has got no help to this point. When that facility opens in January, he's one of the people who will be remembered from, uh, with so many others um, uh, of the past that have been so instrumental in getting OHEL to this point. Uh, so thank you, David Mandel, for visiting. And uh, good luck with the 19th of uh, November and David Brescher. A pleasure having you here. Likewise. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that very much. And uh, good to have we have a common cause of uh, baseball and OHEL. <laughs> and uh, everybody out there, make sure that David looks back at this experience. It's a very positive one. Make sure to fill the New York Marriott Marquis yes, on please. the night of November the 19th. Yes, we need your help. Thank you. <laughs> we want you to look back at this experience, having said it was a tremendous <laughs> success. And for it to become a record breaker, we need to be very active because you've had some amazing record-breaking uh, galas in the past. Thank you, Continued success. More coming up. You're listening to a unique and amazing and incredible JM and AM broadcast on a Tuesday morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Don't 
תבל, אלפי שנים הם כאן, רק בהבטחת הקל, בעבר ובהווה, בעתיד ובכל זמן, ישראל חי וקיים, למשיח
JM in the AM with Avram Freed. 8.35 on a Tuesday. Want to remind you, our friends at Abel's and Hyman are presenting the first ever kosher best dressed hot dog contest happening at Kosher Fest on November the 14th. Uh, we're going to be hosting it for them, and uh, it'll be part of Naomi Nachman's show as well on a table for two. A&H has an um, Instagram account. They've got a Facebook uh, profile. Check them out on Instagram and on Facebook, and you'll see all the information regarding the first-ever kosher best-dressed hot dog contest. If you think you know how to dress up a hot dog, then guess what? You could be a contestant in the big contest coming up on the 14th of November at Kosher Fest. Information, again, you want to go to the... Um, you want to go to the uh, Facebook and Instagram presence of uh, Abel's and Hyman, those delicious meat products. JM and I want to thank our friends at OnlySimchas.com. They continue to utilize a whole bunch of our content and their uh, wonderful news stories. They're not just about smachot, not just about simchas. That's right. Uh, you'll find a uh, a plethora of amazing news stories from around the Jewish world at OnlySimchas.com. Check them out on a daily basis. Again, that is OnlySimchas.com. Um, for all the information, Mordechai Shapiro in in the studio tomorrow morning. Mordechai Shapiro with his brand new album Machar. He is in studio with us tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. Mordechai Shapiro tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. Well, many of you are aware of the fact. I, I I've said this on I don't know how many occasions. Certainly hundreds, maybe at this point thousands. If you've never seen. Safam in concert, you must do yourself a favor and get to a Safam concert ASAP. And I have good news. Our friends at the Atid Society with Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School are presenting Safam, the ultimate in the Jewish American sound, on Sunday, December the 3rd, starting at 7.30 at the Dr. Morris Epstein Bernard Stein Auditorium at the Kushner School, 110 South Orange Avenue in Livingston, New Jersey. Pioneers for a Cure, one of the major sponsors of the event. For information, jkha.org slash atid. jkha.org slash atid. One of the founding members, lead singer of Safam, the amazing Dan Funk is with us live via telephone on this Tuesday morning. Dan for the first time in God knows how long, I say, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum. And I got to say, it's a great way to start the day when somebody refers to me as the amazing Dan Funk. <laughs> I'm going to call my wife and tell her that uh, the reference has been made. Yeah, you let her know that that's what I have to say about you. Uh, so how on earth are you and the guys doing? Now, there was a time, I was telling somebody, it was a time in the mid-80s. Uh, where I, I think I think four or five consecutive Saturday nights, I was introducing Safam somewhere uh, when we were paired up together in those days, and now I don't see you nearly enough. But I'm so glad to hear that the group is as uh, as active as ever and still entertaining and inspiring everybody. Uh, what is it now? Is it close to 40 years for Safam? A little more than that. This wow. is the beginning of our 44th season. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. We we kind of think that way too. Uh, yeah, there was a time, like you said, back in the 80s when we were uh, everywhere and beyond. And uh, there we were trying to hold down full-time jobs and do safam. Yeah. Um, 
somehow we, we made it work and uh it was it was a thrilling thrilling time. Um uh we probably oversaturated the area a little bit. <laughs> but uh now it's it's more of a of a treat and a, a random uh opportunity uh when we're out there. We we still do a number of concerts a year, but just not as many as back in the day. You and um you, you know and- it, I'm sorry. Yeah. You and Joel and Robbie are still together. Are there other uh, founding members with you? Well, yeah, Alan Nelson. I mean, the four of and us Alan are the writes. four original uh, founding members. You know, right. Joel and Robbie uh, write the songs. Uh, we all sing. We we all arrange, um, and everyone plays a different role. I mean, you know, for a group to stay together this long, any group of, you know, something has to work. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> as the years went by, we all, I guess, found our our niche, our role in the group. To, to keep going and, and, and to, to make it thrive. So, yeah, um, uh, we're, we're hoping to uh, get a little more active of late because uh, Robbie Solomon, who has been a full-time cantor his entire career, uh, just retired from that in the full-time sense. Hmm. And he was living in Baltimore for 10 years, and that made it difficult for us to rehearse and, and work on anything new and so on and so forth. But he's back. He's, he's moved back here in the Boston area, and so, um, you know, we're hoping that will rejuvenate the uh, uh, some things as we move forward. You know, it's, uh, when you think about it, there were so many landmark tunes, uh, ballads and others that you guys were responsible for. Many of them, of course, um, it, were not just inspiring, but, you know, were major statements that the entire community was able to latch onto. obviously leaving Mother Russia is one of them. And anybody who remembers that era un- remembers how important a song that was. But there were others as well th- th- having to do with Jerusalem and other uh, what, what in those days was the news of the day that you guys would capitalize on and and really help inspire people to to get active. Uh, well, it, we also yeah we also had a song Falasha Nevermore, sure. which was uh, designed to focus on the Ethiopian Jewry experience right, and right. and um, you know bring that to the fore. And um, you know years later, Leaving Mother Russia was followed up with Grandfather's Train, which right. uh, which kind of had a a, uh, a different vibe to it, but uh, again re- reflected. The, the Soviet Jewish experience, and uh, at, and where as at the end things things improve, um, and but yeah, a, and, and you know any number of songs about Israel, as you say, that that uh, can be inspirational as well. And amnesty. Well, yeah, amnesty, um, which had a more generic uh, right. uh, sense of let them out. Uh, the, the the notion that uh, uh, too many people have been oppressed, and you know we have enough in our history, but it goes beyond. And um, so, yeah, I mean, look, some of our songs have universal impact and some are strictly Jewish impact. But yeah. the, the point is everybody can relate, especially our Jewish audiences. Dan Funk is with us. Safam is going to be uh, at the Atid Society event on December the 3rd. I mean, New Jersey is like one of your homes. Are you originally from Jersey? I am from New Jersey. Yeah, I went I to Rutgers. I grew up in Highland Park, New Jersey. And, and uh, you know, those are, those are my roots. Still a Yankee fan living up in Boston, so, uh, you know, I've been in the diaspora here for quite a number of years. Um, but, uh, you know, I've had most of the laughs over the years. But, um, yeah, no, New Jersey is, is uh, you know, still have uh, family there and friends and so on and so forth. But uh, the New Jersey's been, look, the population, the Jewish population in New Jersey thrives, as you know. Um, and uh, we've had so many concerts over the years there, and uh, we're happy to be coming back. Yeah, so you're getting ready for December 3rd. I'll tell you, there are a lot of people in Livingston and around that area that are very excited about having you guys. 
we are very dis- uh, excited to, to, to come there as well. I understand this is an annual event, yep. and uh, we are delighted that they've uh, opted to bring us in for their uh, fundraiser this year. So, uh, yeah, we're very excited about that. I should mention uh, that we have, prior to that, this coming weekend, we're going to be in uh, Fresh Meadows, New York, the Hillcrest Jewish Center. Oh, cool. And, and, and so we've got uh, another New York uh, metropolitan area concert coming up even sooner. But uh, two very different kinds of events um, and certainly enough of a Jewish audience to uh, fill, the, fill the, the room in both places. Oh, that's for sure. All right, Hillcrest Jewish Center this weekend. And then, of course, Safam December 3rd at the Atid Society event with the uh, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School. And uh, and you'll be there, of course, on stage that night. And I get to introduce you. So, Dan, I get to feel like I'm 20 years old again. <laughs> you know what? That's nice to hear. I, we haven't seen you in a while. And uh, like I said, you know, I, I I look at your picture online here when you, you just came up, and it's like this guy hasn't aged a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, it's really something, you know. Um, I mean, we brought you up, we made you what you are, but, uh, you know, we're really glad that you've uh, continued to play our music because it's very meaningful to us. Oh, I love your music. And and as I said, and I've said this a million times, I think you know it about me. uh, I've encouraged people who who have never, plenty of people in our audience, of course, have seen you. But those who never have, take advantage of the opportunity. I believe it's one of the great live concert acts in our community. So I hope everyone comes out, whether they're old timers who've seen you many times or people who are newbies who have never been to a Safam event. I hope they all come out and enjoy December the 3rd. It should be a lot of fun. It should be, you know, and, and the good news is we don't need any help getting on and off stage. You know, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's got, <laughs> uh, the, the key is we can still sing and play instruments and, uh, and entertain. And, and, uh, really that's, the, the, that's, that's what counts. Um, and, um, you know, we even have a few new songs. I don't know if I've shared them with you. If not, I, I should send them to you yeah. um, on your email address. Um, and we're, we hope to be working on some new stuff, too. But, you know, the, the thing about a group like us that has this longevity, and you can look, look you know, compare it to other long, long-term long artists uh, in, in, uh, in the mainstream, you know, people, when they go see them in concert, they want to hear their greatest hits. They, they want to hear right. the songs that they grew up on, the songs that they... Um, you know, not the deep cuts so much, right? But uh, you know, we need to do new music for us as much as our audience, just to to keep the the thrill alive, and uh, and so you know, the, the handful of new songs that'll that'll be integrated um, into uh, the repertoire as well. But right. uh, overall, yeah, people can expect to hear uh, the songs that they want to hear. I I am not against uh, hearing some new selections, that's for sure. I am in, I am hoping, I am hoping that you include what I generally say is my favorite Safam song in your repertoire that night, and it's a song that we have not brought up in this conversation, believe it or not, but I believe it would be considered one of the most inspiring Safam songs ever. And I'm gonna, and that's how I'm going to wrap up this conversation, by playing it, if you don't mind. All I right? don't mind. Well, well, you'll let me know what you think, if I made a good choice or not. Dan All Funk, right. Safam, everybody, December 3rd, Livingston, New Jersey. The Atid Society, it's um, it's jkha.org slash Atid and 862-437-8001, 862-437-8001. Dan, to Joel, to Alan, to Robbie, send our very best, and thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Dan Funk, Safam, here they are with what I regard as, okay, I'll say arguably, arguably their greatest song when you combine the music and the message.
Here they are at JM in the AM. Remember how we fled our homes in the middle of the night? Right across those stormy waters, we held on with all our might. It took a lot of faith just to believe we had the right. Remember how we wandered all those years without a home? We had to suffer the intolerance, no place to call our own. But we always had each other when it hurt to be alone. We are one. Do not try to separate us. We are one. Like the waters in the sea. We are one. In the eyes of them that hate us. And to the one who did create us, you and me. Remember how we Turn to make a stand But a different kind of persecution Now afflicts our souls We become our own oppressors As we struggle for control Did we forget the very truths That made our people whole? To make that dream come true Compared to all we share, my friend Our differences are few
Shame in the AM, Michal Przanski, before that Safam. Good Safam song, huh? Yeah, that is a good one. I apologize. Yeshiva League sports update. We will uh, postpone it till tomorrow. My fault. A technical problem. We will postpone the uh, presentation of Yeshiva League sports till tomorrow, 7.20 tomorrow morning. Again, my apologies. My fault. And um, just one of those things. And... Uh, Tomorrow morning, it's Mordechai Shapiro in studio here at JM in the AM. We get set for a Mordechai Shapiro visit tomorrow morning at JM in the AM in the 8 o'clock hour. Make sure you're tuned in. We're going to try to Facebook Live that appearance as well. Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow, 8 o'clock hour, for Mordechai Shapiro here at JM in the AM. <laughs>
things up with Animamin here at JMNAM. Tuesday morning, Achenu Bishrael and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Our listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com on the NachumSegal Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Tuesday for us here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow morning, Mordechai Shapiro is expected in studio here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. 8 o'clock hour. JM Rewind featuring Avraham Freed is next. If you missed any of that conversation, your opportunity is coming up next here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a great Tuesday. Till tomorrow, it's Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.